we're on. Hi. Hello. I would say um, good morning. It's but dark outside. But it is dark outside. So, hi. Welcome to Hello. Breakfast with Sis. I'm Sis. I'm Dad. A.K.A. Allie. See, you only do that every now and then. I went back and listened. Oh, you do? You only do that every now and then. And it's normally when I start to say, I'm Dad, you say, A.K.A. Allie. <laughs> <laughs> and that throws me off. You should say, hi, sis. Hi, sis. Hi, dad. <laughs> See, that's so much better. We should do that. Um, we are doing a nighttime breakfast. I like having breakfast at night. You know what? We get Their all business the new would go stairs. up exponentially if they serve breakfast all day long. But we've already talked but about it. We've already it. talked about this, and they won't do that. It'll never I know happen. we have a bunch of new people that, that watch us because we're. Having dinner because you're leaving for book tour. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be in Denver, so we're doing a we're doing a dinner, which if and that's that's the way it's always been. I mean, if we've ever not been able to get together on a Saturday, we've always had our date, you know, sometime yep. during the week. Has to happen. Has to happen. We and we were just sitting here talking. This is show forty-seven. Yep. This is so big. Show I will forty-seven. Say before you worked a office job we used to have dinners during the week all the time i still have we're having dinner right now i know but i'm saying that it's it's we're so down. we're having dinner right now during the week it's you not me you're a busy girl or breakfast you're a busy girl. or lunch well we had more breakfasts maybe and when i wasn't lunch. traveling as much so but we're here we're having dinner yeah it was good man it was busy earlier Oof, mercy but the now, run, the, not to lunch, the dinner crowd. The dinner crowd came in and, and left. But a whole bunch of people are watching us now going, what are they doing over there? Who are those people? The breakfast crowd knows us. The breakfast crowd knows us. They do. I know it. So, well, this, this is show 47. We were just adding up where show 50 would be. I'm out of town again. And you're in California on a book yeah. tour. So I may just hop out, fly out, go to California for the leave on a late Friday night, be there Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and maybe we can get the girls on the West Coast, get Phoebe fun. and Roxy to do our 50th show together, and then just a few short weeks after that, we have our one-year anniversary show. In New York. NYC. Coming for you. So excited. I know it. So my good buddy, Paul Everett, walks by that Chick-fil-A site every day on his way to work. He sent you me a, tell him to he sent me a note. Well, he's already wanting to know when we're going to be up there so he can come see us. Good. And he and he was peeking in the door. Can we stay in his they penthouse? Had, they had the door open and he peeked in. He said, he sent me a text. He said, I don't see any way they're going to be done in uh, time. <laughs> don't say that. Well, I mean, it's not due once up until get, February. Once they get <clears throat> it all squared away. Yeah, talking about. <laughs> I just, just did that. Uh-huh. I know. I just did that. Dad, before podcast, like, you clear your throat a uh, lot. I, t- I know it. She does. I went back and listened. Listen, and I just cleared my throat. And you sure it wasn't you? No, it was not <laughs> me. <laughs> it's a podcast nobody knows. It was, it was me. I, I was know talking. it. I almost choked. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you try to not clear your throat. I know. See, it happens. Now I want to clear my throat. <laughs> you just cleared your throat. It's like contagious. No, it's like, it's um, like a yawn. It's yeah, one what's person that? Sympathy, yawns. Sympathy throat clearing. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's a sweet tea. Which, by the way, yeah. <laughs> you you Again, have been you have been cutting back into a I'm trying really 
really hard and you're to do half and half. Well, I didn't realize until you said that because Allie has been trying to not eliminate but to modulate yeah, your sweet was tea like, intake. Just cut it out cold turkey. That's the best way to do it. And so you've uh, been doing half and half tea for a while. Me. And I wasn't quite paying attention, and so I fixed mm-hmm. your tea tonight, and I gave you full throttle. It's and when I came back enough. over to the table, you had this grin on your face <laughs> like, wow, wow that is so good. It was really good. And then you said, you give me sweet tea. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then it dawned on me right then. Of course, I said, I'll take it back. And you're like, no, leave no. my tea, I'll leave. Yeah. As you sucked it all down. It's really hard. But your refill, I made sure it was half and half. Thank you. Could you tell? Yeah, it's still on the little sweeter side, but I don't well, mind. Well, it's because it was full throttle before. Yeah. So it, I just, I just mixed it up a little it's bit. It's hard. It's definitely an addiction. I will admit it. You will. Mm-hmm. You think there's a sweet tea group that you can go to? Stand Hi, up. Hi, Molly. <sighs> I'm addicted to sweet tea. My blood runs on sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's weird because um, a mid-week night is kind of a different vibe for us because we both have have had full days and normally we're in here for breakfast Mm -hmm. and it's and it's wake up brain time you're wanting to clear your throat again aren't you (laughs) nope and and we we're trying to get our brain to wake up on saturday mornings early now normally on a saturday morning i get up around five what time is it yeah i'm getting my second wind this is yeah this is going to be your second wind but i'm getting old and so this is normally about the time I start thinking about going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> How many hours sleep do you average a night? I have to have eight. You have to or have nine. eight? Mm-hmm. So if you go to bed at 2 a.m., you sleep until 10? Mm hmm. Whoa. But I haven't gone to bed till. It, it's been a while since it's been two, till two. We typically go lay down around 12. Midnight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch TV and then I'll just fall asleep whenever. Hey, I so fall you asleep. get up at eight. And the oh, good news no, is I get your up commu- at nine. At nine, my body wakes up at nine. Okay, but your commute is like twenty feet if you don't Not go to even. the coop. Yeah, yeah. So you you have a short commute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, which that helps. But I used to go to bed at two o'clock. Two, but three. now, when Landon comes home, which he comes home around eight, which is really great because then I still feel like I can get right. A pretty good chunk of work done. You're working while he's there? Oh, no. You work up until he gets up there. Up until I he get gets you. home. Right. And then well, we... Well, that's good. Then you guys I, get to hang out. Yeah, we hang out. And you have a special... You guys have a family out. treat tomorrow. Yeah. Hanging with the family. So you were telling me, because I took a picture of you while ago, mm-hmm. in high-profile portrait with my iPhone. Mm-hmm. You got a new phone, too, by the way. I did. But I took this picture, and you're going, oh, that's horrible. I said, why is it horrible? I said, you look fine. I don't have any makeup on. And I'm like, how is that like any the other day? The lighting in here is just real bad. It's harsh. Like the shadows don't make <laughs> it. Oh, look at <laughs> I turned my, mm-hmm. I turned my head. I have sympathy cough now. Mm-hmm. You start coughing. Yeah. We need to talk to Jeff about putting some portrait lighting over our table so it's better. For real. <laughs> You're so funny. They are like um, super floods. It's just I have to wear a ball cap. Horribly. I have to wear a ball cap. Either that or SPF so 30 bad. when I'm in here because it'll it'll make you sweat. Yeah, I have to put on makeup tomorrow. I'm not looking <laughs> forward to it. 
<laughs> so this is what cracked me up all ago. I got to put on makeup tomorrow. I'm like, why do you have to put on makeup? You don't wear makeup any other day. You look beautiful without makeup. Why do you feel like you have the I pressure? Because like death when I You don't. do not. I have no tan. Like, it's Well, just... so what do you put on makeup for? To artificial tan? Yeah. <laughs> is that what makeup is? It just kind of gives really? you a little bit more of color? a color so you don't look like you're Isn't that like what they used to do in the olden days? Like, pinch your cheeks to yeah. get <laughs> like Yeah. You just pinch your cheeks and get a little rosy cheek. Pretty much. So, how much makeup are you going to put on? Oh, I've, it's like takes Paint? five minutes, not even. It's like airbrush? No. No? I what you put on? put on? I just put on a little bit like CC cream. It's not even like what, foundation. What is CC? I don't even know. It's like a... You brush it on you smear it on? <laughs> no, I sponge it on. You sponge it on? Yeah. With one of your dried out brushes that you... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> is it like painting? That'd be hard. <laughs> is it like no, painting? No, it's like kids sponging you just sponge it on. yeah what does that do or you can put it on with your fingers what does it do it just covers your face a little bit more you cover all you your bit. really beautiful freckles though no i love your freckles i do too but i don't cover them all it's a light coverage okay so i totally don't get it a hundred thousand percent i don't get it i don't get it either but i gotta do it now my dad I'm used to say to papa used to say all the time if the barn needs paint and paint it <laughs> I didn't know what that meant until I was much older. I mean, I've been... Your barn doesn't need paint. I've been out and about, went and had lunch with a friend, went to the mall, then had me makeup on. I don't care. I, it's so we precisely... We talked about this last why? week so that we why don't Why do you feel the pressure to care. have to put on... Because I'm literally going to dinner with two people Who that put on... Who put on a lot of makeup? You feel like you have to keep up? An hour and a half worth of <gasps> makeup. They do not. Yes. It, take, it, it can really take that long to put on makeup? Oh, yeah. It cannot... People make it like an art form. Well, okay, now I have seen some art. Yeah, but they're everyday makeup. It's like a birthday dinner, so they're getting all glitzy and glammy and all fabulous. Well, you put on eyeshadow. Everything opposite of me, which is Eyeshadow? Uh, no. (laughs) Mascara? No. (laughs) I have fake lashes on. You do? Yeah. I don't see the point of makeup. I... I don't use any. Maybe I sh- maybe that's my deal. I need yeah. to. Although <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yesterday, I put some slickum in my hair, and mm. but just by just like semi gel. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I put too much in, and my hair just like clumped right to my head. And it, and and I had a couple people say, "Oh, did you get a haircut?" Because uh, it looked like I had a little boy haircut. Mm-hmm. And then today, I just get out. I just kind of. Uh, technically speaking, I kind of forgot to comb my hair this morning, so I just kind of brushed it. Were and you I running had, late? I, I, I wasn't running late, but it was a mental step that I forgot. And so you never when, mental when, step I, forget anything. when I got to work, it looked like I drove to work with my head out the window. Oh my, gosh. <laughs> my hair was standing straight up. And I had multiple people come up and comment on, oh, I really like the way you're doing your hair. And then when I finally went to the men's room, I looked and went, oh my gosh, my hair is standing straight up. But it looked very... Vol, vol, voluminous. Voluminous. Volu- voluminous. voluminous. <laughs> it looked like it had a lot of volume. <laughs> Sometimes you need that. Well, so what's so funny is I was teaching a class today mm-hmm. in one of our teaching rooms, and then we had the camera on because we had somebody dialed in. And when I turned, I could see my bald spot in the back. Oh. And so it's like all my hair standing up in the front and I'm bald in the back. That's all right. Oh, God. Just wear a bald it's cap. Like, it's, it's, it's almost as bad as a comb over. Isn't I'm just going to shave it all off. No. I just, I am. I'm just going to shave it all off. 
You would look so weird. You think I'd look weird bald? You would. I'm practically bald. Yeah, but a, you at least have stuff in the front. I have a flat head in the back, though. Just wear a bald cap. Well, Just see, like one of it's, those pro- it's it's in a... Get a yeah, Stetson. You can't do it. <laughs> get a Stetson. It'd be like Rocky. Yeah. Don't get me an open range hat. I was going to go um, this week, but I don't have time. But I might go next week from a new Stetson hat. You're going to get a Stetson? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be cool. You going to wear a Stetson? Yeah, I wear hats all the time. That's true. You were wearing one in your in your class. By the way, how did that go? You had a book signing. I saw the video online. Mm -hmm. Peyton did a great, amazing job. job. Shout out to Peyton because she Peyton and Frank. She did a really nice job on that video. I need her to video something. I do. I don't know what. Yeah, she surprised me. She's like, "Hey, I'm gonna come video." That is so (gasps) cool. It looked great, and everybody looked like they had a good time. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Your book signing classes. It looks like I they, don't know. You they, have uh, to sign up. Ooh, teaser! Oh. The next one's going to be in Denver. Yeah. Is it sold out? Uh, no. So people in Denver can get on mm-hmm. and get it, get it going. A couple more seats left. That's going to be awesome. Yep, there'll be a mini one. Your board member's going to be there, Amanda. Amanda. What does that baby do? Uh, March. Oh, that's your birthday. I know. I'm I'm aiming she, for March 20th. If she has that baby on your birthday, that's going to be Day my. Made. Blowing. It's a boy, so she can't name it after me. So, but it's, a it's still a spring baby. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Pisces. Oh my gosh. Maybe. I'm on the cusp of being Pisces. You're on the cusp. Mm-hmm. On the cusp. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Have you done anything special for her, for the baby? You've done some pretty I can't special. Tell you. She listens. I oh, can't that's right. You. Could be something special. Hey, I noticed that you posted some cactus things did you cut those out on your glowforge yeah dang guess how long it take me to take to do 36 of those little they're like two eight hours two three hours i cut 36 of them oh so i was supposed to do production it. of the glowforge isn't what you thought it I would was be supposed to, well it's really precise that's why it takes so long because it's cutting really all the little bits and bits out mm-hmm. wow i know they're bomb.com they are very cool yeah. But that's a long time on, on machine. Very But long you can time. just take it and, and go, or do you have to be there and babysit it? No, I can babysit it on the computer. Okay. It it shows me what it's scanning. Wow. Those and things. It, ha- it pretty much takes care of itself. Those, so but I have to open up the window so I can't, like, leave the house. Oh, yeah, right. And so... When okay. I get the new air In the filter, picture, I, I couldn't really tell the scale. How big are, how tall are those things? They're like two inches. Okay. That's cool. That's real. Those are really nice. Yeah. You are going to be the gifting queen mm-hmm. of all time. I don't have to buy a gift ever again. Potentially. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Unless it's something that you can't make on the Glowforge. I did buy a gift for the birthday dinner tomorrow. That's just because I, my Glowforge is all maxed out on cutting 140 cactus tags. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Will Will that cutting board that I gave you? Fit I have nine on there? more hours of cutting tags. Is that crazy? What? You're maxing the thing out. Yeah. So that cutting board that I gave you in the shape of that state. Shh. I'm so glad you reminded me. I can give her that. That's right. Oh, good job. Yeah, and it's very special. Good job. I need to find that. Nailed it. No, but dang it, I already bought her a gift. Oh, return. Return receipt. I'll just keep it for myself. Oh, there you go. 
as lush bath bombs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Surprise. Give it to mom. Yeah. Although the other one would be very cool because it's a practical and yet very personal gift. I don't, do you think she listens? No. Well, you'll be done by the time this posts. Yeah. So there. Nah. There, you there you have it. There you have it. Hi, Lo. Well, I only saw you a couple of days ago. Anything happened since then? Hi, for sure. Book tour. Oh it my was gosh. so much fun. So much fun. I it just looked like it was. Packed house. People were begging to come. Are you going to get a new couldn't. Stetson for Denver? Is that what you said? No, I can't get it okay, this week. But I'm for too California. Busy. Yeah, California. Yeah. Bring some bring some takes to California. That's it. Open range. Mm -hmm. Book tour is by far the high. You did get to see what your fourth quarter book sales were, and that was pretty amazing. That was insane. Yep. Good Thank for you. you. For Congratulations. All the books. Yep. Congratulations. Then. Low this week. I wouldn't call it a low. We were talking about this, and you rolled my your eyes at me, but it really didn't work today. <laughs> Just had one of those days where I wasn't very motivated. Uh, so the because eye roll wasn't because you didn't procrastination. The eye roll wasn't because you didn't. The, the eye roll was because you work best on procrastination. Yep, I'm, I, I'm not sure. Of my mother. Yes, thank you. I'm not sure that is a. Um, tactical thing you want to train into somebody <laughs> although no. some people work best under the deadlines yeah around the crunch it creates a little Lane extra works, stress no i think it's a good balance of stress you think yeah the like appropriate some, amount the appropriate amount because yeah. i talk about that all the time of yeah. the appropriate amount and i think that's my appropriate I'm amount on that. but Everyone's you're an different entrepreneur dad. so you're not going to believe this I'm walking into the mall today. Mm -hmm. Oh, you saw one of my friends. Yes, I did. Did she? she did me. she really? Yeah. Okay, because uh, I mean, I, I saw her coming. I'm like, holy cow, this can't be. Who I, I think gonna, it is. I was gonna say, if, did you recognize her? I I did when she got a little bit closer, and you know, she's always been tiny, but she was she walking. Doesn't change much. Has she, she was walking next to a fairly tall individual, and coming toward me, mm -hmm. she was really really tiny. We're talking this about this person I've known since she was in diapers. Diapers. Well, I mean, you can say her name. Kara she Crenshaw. She probably listens. I think she does. Hello, Miss Crenshaw. And we work in the same building. That's so cool. She's on five. I'm on 14. That's It's fun. so fun. I said, okay, you got to come see me. Of course, our, our floor is She said that you secured. only talked to her for like two seconds. Well, I had my whole team with me. Yeah. And we were heading toward uh, a tight lunch Deadline. meeting. Yeah. And so I'm going to try to find her. Um, I had no idea that she was in the I building. I didn't either. That was so fun. I'm so glad she texted you to tell you that because I was going to tell you that tonight. So it was it was kind of fun. It's small world. Small world. High low for you? Uh, let's see. High is that we have got some big time things happening at the office that are super duper cool. And it's all getting Those ready are to high kick off. Two days I'm ago. telling you, sis, it is, it's crazy cool and it's all coming to a start i keep i keep thinking it's all coming to a head but it's not it's coming to a start and we've been prepping like for this i don't like that phrase i always think of pimples when people say it coming to a head yes yeah, yeah. why i didn't say it it's coming to a start yeah i don't like that yeah phrase. and it's it's it gives me the heebie -jeebies. we're getting ready to kick off it's gonna be it's gonna be great so that's good the other high part was i saw the new designs for my book cover 
They look great. They are amazing. Your designer did a good job. The designer knocked it out of the park. Oh, wait a minute. That was you. <gasps> Dang. Oh. Book cover designer extraordinaire. Add it to the list. You nailed it. I got to tell you. And then we've got uh, Stephanie, mm-hmm. um, my, my snowboarding media genius up in, uh, up in, I think she's still in Idaho. She's at some ski lodge. She's got a cool gig. She's putting the final touches on it, and we're hoping that the book is ready to launch soon. Well? Um, wow. I haven't really, haven't really had, I haven't really had a low. I know. I really haven't had a low either. I mean, my low was, my low was based on mom came home last night from grandma's house, and she got bit on the cheek, and her face swelled, swelled it up. It, I can't tell. I couldn't tell. That's not good. She came home and, I mean, her eye was almost swollen shut and everything. She took some Benadryl last night to get swollen to go down. Mm-hmm. And I told her if it was still swollen this morning, she had to go straight to the to the doctor. Well, she woke up this morning, swollen had gone down. That's and by good. tonight, it was almost gone. But yesterday, it looked horrible. That's not good. Nope, 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 nope. So, but that was probably my low because I, you know, when she feels bad, I feel bad. Yeah. So, so sweet. Oh, I don't know. Well, I guess. Yeah. You've been around somebody that long, you just kind of, you know, it's almost, it's going to be 28, 28 years this year. Dang. Oh, dang, that's like, whew, man. You know, when 30 comes around, she's going to want something big. You already got her a lot of big things. So. Oh, yeah. Got her a dog, a I know, ring, she got a dog. House, she gets no car. more dogs. She is dogged out. Vacation home? Oh, no, <laughs> no. Although she has figured out, I think, the the secret on the pup, and it's been much more enjoyable. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't really had, I have been so blessed over the last several weeks. I haven't really had a low. been very, very blessed. I'm doing a study in the morning, going through the book of Proverbs with, with a couple of guys, and I got to tell you, it's really helped level set me this year. It's been good so far. Man, my level has been on point. I was talking to it my friend at lunch today of how she's like you just seem so much more at ease i was like yeah let me tell you about it it's awesome so great good for you You also i got some um feedback on my newsletter some people (sighs) messaged me Uh uh-oh on the idea they thought the waffle fry was a great idea (laughs) the waffle fry dot dot the monthly ketchup (laughs) with ali k so, so people actually commented on that. Yes. If one more, I had two people. So if one more person. Dots, dot. Two dots it. is a line. Three dots is a trend. If we get that third person in there, you're in. Yep. With the waffle fry. Yep. The monthly ketchup. Yep. <laughs> it's almost genius. It's hilarious. You heard it here first. I think it's. Well, I, I, I think could add in sweet tea somehow. <sighs> we can figure that out. It's like too long though. <laughs> You can figure it out. You got the artwork already bubbling up in your head and everything. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So when are you going to start it? You got a lot going on. I know. Hopefully next week. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. It's a monthly, so I have the whole month to so send it out. So I gave three of your books away mm-hmm. this morning at breakfast. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, that really was excited. one proud 
Papa this morning. That's awesome. He got those books for his daughters. That's awesome. Uh, you could not believe. Matter of fact, I'm expecting a, a picture sometime tonight when he Good. gives them to him because every Thursday night they have family drawing night. Someone cool? came up to me and said that her husband uses my book more than she does. What? And I am expecting a picture. So if you're listening and you've told me that, I'm still waiting uh, for that picture because I'm super that's curious. Cool. I know. That's, that's kind of cool. You already been percolating the next book idea in your head? Yeah, it's hard. Percolating? Percolating. A book tour is going to hopefully help me. Come up with inspiration. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pressure when you have a number one bestseller to yeah. follow it up. Yeah, a lot of famous. The well, the, a lot of famous book, a lot of famous authors. You know, they come out with like the big Pulitzer Prize, award-winning mm-hmm. New York Times bestseller, and then the next one is just kind of a. I gotta get this thought out of my head, and then usually the next one after that's usually pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty rare that you just bang out. You gotta be. Somebody. You're talking to me though, so. That's true. You're going to put a lot of pressure <laughs> on yourself to get yeah. it. Yeah, I am. I know it. I am. Just don't force it. Just don't force it. I'll try I, not to. I got to tell you, the book cover that you came up with, and, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm a little biased. You so nailed it on this book cover. I'm actually excited. And I tested it this morning. I showed it to mm-hmm. the guys I had breakfast with. They didn't even blink. They And because I gave them some of the old, the current mm-hmm. book. That I had some of the leftovers that I had, and I and I showed it to them. They didn't even blink. So I said, "Oh my gosh, so much better, it just cleaner." So yeah, thank you. You're welcome. It was awesome. What were you teaching today? You have markers all over your. Hands. I know it. It's the you know how I get when I get in teaching mode. We were teaching culture today to a couple of groups and in, inside the organization, and it was amazing. So whiteboard, me, whiteboard, and markers. I always come home with something mm-hmm. all over me. You know what I've been teaching. I love it. It's, part, it's the part that I love the most, coaching and teaching and helping people get better. Yeah, I say it all the time that people come spot. and listen because of me, but stay around because of you. What? Because of your wisdom. Wisdom. I yeah. don't know about that. What wisdom do you have to share with us today? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, didn't prep for it that's a lot of pressure well we did just decide that we were gonna podcast like an hour and a half ago there's so many things to there's so many things to to talk about that are you know pressing that are leading that are really important issues in the big grand scheme of things but the the conversation that we're having internally right now mm-hmm. is this conversation around the experiences that we create have an impact. And when we create meaningful experiences for other people, it has an impact. Yeah. And we have to be mindful. I, I think really the word is mindfulness, you know, being aware of what we're doing around other people and the experiences that we create for them. You know, we've talked about this before. I asked this, I asked this group this morning or this afternoon this question. How many choices or decisions do we make on a regular basis? We've talked about this before. I know it. 30,000. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? I know. I made thought of someone ordered five jackets from me, which is a lot of jackets, maybe four. And so it takes up a lot of spot because I only take so many jackets a month. And I kept reminding her. I was like, hey, this your deposit needs to be paid or I'm yeah. not going to save your spot trying to give them a benefit of the doubt like okay come on come on come on and then she, she decides 
oh, it's not in my budget, so I'm going to cancel. So I had to make the choice yep. of sending a, oh, man, I really wish you would have told me sooner. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Email. Did but you? I didn't. You're I said, so good. no worries. You're so good. Totally get it. <sighs> you know, yeah. But in the back side of me, I'm just like, ugh. Could have filled those five spots. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, but if you sorry. go scorched earth on that individual, it only makes you feel good for a little bit. Doesn't ever make me feel good. Just, I just have to like say it out loud to myself. I and think then that's I'm, good counsel. I'm get it out, and then I respond. It's good counsel. As I'm going through the study uh, in the mornings, it's it, the study focuses on wisdom. Really. And how do you get wisdom? And it's very interesting. Ask a lawyer. <laughs> Ask a lawyer. Mentor. That's that's, that's funny. Um, there's a lot of lawyers have a lot of wisdom, but the bulk of our wisdom that we get comes from life. Mm-hmm. And mistakes. Things, right? Good or bad. Mm-hmm. Mistakes and wins. Mm-hmm. Right. And so a lot of people think, okay, I've had this experience, and we talk about experiences a lot. A lot of people believe that, okay, I had this experience. I won or I lost, and so therefore I've learned. And the the big thing that keeps popping up over and over again is that we um, really don't have a transformative learning moment until we share the story. Mm -hmm. That's when it happens. It's when we share the story. It, and it's or teach that, someone else. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Teach someone else. <coughs> and it's when we teach somebody else and when we share that story, that's when we really have that transformative moment. Definitely. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's a big thing. You know, who are you teaching? Who are you, who are you sharing stories with? You know what's crazy, though, is I think we're being conditioned to only share the, the shiny short stories. You know, the goals, the wins. I mean, if you look See, at I social media. I don't feel media, like I share those too much. I don't feel like... Let me rephrase this. I don't think I share those enough. The the shiny wins. Yeah. You you share mostly the the stumbles and the skin knees. Yeah, because I I like to get wisdom back. On what to do. On what to do. Yeah. A lot of it could be because I I feel like I'm is gloating the right word. Bragging, gloating, yeah. 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 But I think it's important to like. I read an article from Boss Ladies Magazine, Chelsea the writer. And she says that it's really important for you to take a moment and think about all of the things that you're accomplishing. Because as entrepreneurs, we're always go, 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 fast, 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 make a goal, reach that goal. But by the time you reach that goal, you've already made three other goals that are ahead of that goal. So then you don't take the time to celebrate celebrate that win because you're always focused on the next goal or the next win. Yeah. So I think it's super important. You got to stop and tell the story. Now, here's what I learned this morning because I wrote this in my journal at about 545 this morning. I was crushed. When, when, when your pride, you Mm -hmm. know, all the wins Mm -hmm. starts to overtake everything you do and it becomes out of control so in other words you become almost arrogant when that happens to an individual it happens it happens to me it happens to a lot of people that's when you take the goodness of that win mm-hmm. and you turn it into something sour yeah 
right? So I don't want to do it's, that. So it's 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 really finding the balance of of sharing those stories. But it's it's been interesting because it's caused me to stop and reflect. You know, do I share the right stories? Do I do I teach enough? Do I share right? Do I share enough stories on wins and skin knees? Right? Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know. But so many laps ratios the, and balances. La- laps and around the track are important. I can yeah. remember someone said this. Uh, it was so funny, too. I was listening to a podcast over the weekend, and someone said, when you turn 23, you're as smart as you'll ever be at 23. You, ha, you ha, think ha. you know everything you need to know at 23, and I it's don't. all downhill from there because that's when you start learning, oh, my gosh, I can't believe how wrong I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was that way at 23. I thought I knew everything I needed to know, oh, I and I was smarter not. than everybody else. And it was all downhill from there. I think that's probably why my hair's falling out and turning gray. Probably. Because now I look back and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. Plenty there, I mean, there's of plenty of moments knees. where I'm just like, what was I thinking? Uh, thank you. I have that. That's why the whole idea of common sense, which I'm going to write my second installment, you know, in a couple of months on making common sense more common. Mm-hmm. It is, sis, it is absolutely mind boggling. Some of the people that we come in contact with and you just go, what were you thinking? <laughs> right? And a lot of that has to do with, and this is going to sound horrible, but it's not meant to, but a lot of that has to be because... People just don't take the time. I think time is, I think time is, they just go so fast. Mm-hmm. But if if your whole life is self-centered, centered only on yourself mm-hmm. and not considering other people, mm-hmm. it is really easy to to be low on common sense. It's so, I 100% agree. And it's just, and that goes to mindfulness, you know, are you mindful of the people around you, et cetera. Think about it. Most of the people that we ask fast questions, biggest pet peeve, most of it is road Car rage. Road rage. That's right, because people driving don't. Think about the other people don't driving. Don't think about the other people driving. It's, it's. It's mind-boggling, but how do you change that? I mean, the only way to change that, and this is this is how I've been signing inside of my book. Be the change. Be the change. You know, if if I truly want to impact that, I got to be the one that leads out on it. So it's one thing just say do it, but it's something else to go out and actually do I it. I know. Speaking of common sense and knuckleheads and are you talking people about me again? that are going to regret their decisions later on, update on. Review bullying. Oh man, not yeah. They're now making up fake accounts and fake names to leave reviews on my friend's account. Seriously? Do these people not I, uh, that, literally all they have to Google is lawsuit against entrepreneur and everything will pop up saying you're going to lose. Why do you think people do that? Because they're just like you said, they're selfish. Yeah. They're only can they're not being considerate. And no accountability. No. It's always someone else's fault. It's always someone else's fault. You know, I get asked all the time. Being a CPO, I interview a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I get a, I get asked on a pretty regular basis, you know, about questions that I ask. I have two questions I always ask anybody I interview, regardless of position, title, tenure. I have two questions I always ask. And one question is... I need to know this. Define accountability. Mm. Give me your definition. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's about the words they say. 
If someone said that to me right now, it would be like, Ugh, uh, I hate defi- interviews. I define accountability. That's why I try to make it conversational. And I would just say, I would just ask, hey, give me your best definition of accountability. How do you see accountability? I'm listening for one of two things. Yeah. So it's, you know, whether they get the definition technically correct of all the words, I'm listening for one of two things. Your definition is either going to be internal or external. And what I mean by that is this. If you see accountability as being external, something I do to someone else, versus internal, accountability is something I take personally, mm-hmm. huge difference in how you behave. What's better? Personal accountability, taking it, internal accountability. I take accountability for what I do, for my actions. If, you're, if your definition is external, hey, I just want to know who to blame. I want to know whose throat to choke. Mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to know who's accountable for getting it wrong. If your definition is always external, chances are you'll never take accountability you for get anything. Some of It'll those always be someone else's fault. You get some of those? Yes. Man. Yes. If and and a lot of people think they know the right answer, but if you talk to them long enough, you'll hear. Mm-hmm. You'll hear what that is. They and then, give you the cookie cutter answer. A lot of them try to prep for interviews, but you're, it's what to, no, I just, anybody who ever interviews with me, they're going to know what answer, but I'm, I know what follow-up questions ask to really understand, do they really believe what they say? Yeah. And then the second question I always ask is, tell me about culture. Is culture important? If so, why? What does it look like? I always ask some kind of question around culture. Culture is such a big word, and a lot of people talk about it. Anytime we have college students come in, and look at the company. Mm-hmm. We put three words up on the board, and we give them all a post-it note. And we say, put the post-it note under the words that mean uh, that are the most important to you coming into the workplace. These are freshly minted, getting ready to graduate, looking for their first job. So we're either looking at them as an intern or their first job yeah. right out of school. Three words. Culture, flexibility, and giving back, which, you know, we put a hyphen in it, so it's one word, but yeah. giving back, right? Which of the three words do you think most people, freshly minted college kids, they put their post-it note under? Culture, Culture. flexibility, or giving back? Culture. Culture is the word. The you lot don't of want a boring or strict or... Because I mean, like, I feel like your culture also defines your flexibility and also defines your giving back. hundred percent. Yeah. Nailed it. So I always ask them because I, I get to come down and, and I have the honor to to speak with them and I'll see all that and I say wow you guys pick culture that's awesome tell me what does culture mean and they sit there and look at me and they go I don't know I just know it's important (laughs) and that's why we're teaching it because regardless everybody has a culture whether you know it or not like personally (laughs) yes even Allie Kay's got a culture right I mean you have you have it's the way you think and act Mm -hmm. that's your culture that's what it is right and everybody has one but if you don't understand how to manage that, it will always manage you. It will always manage you. So we teach people that come in how to do that personally, So what are some tips on managing your culture personally? You under, yeah, you understand, one, what drives your behaviors is your beliefs. So what drives you to do what you do is your belief. You have a belief that if you procrastinate, you'll get it done. And so... That well, of course your, I'll get it done. And that drives your behavior. Yeah. And you always get an outcome. Every time you get an outcome, it creates an experience. Mm-hmm. 
experiences develop how you think your biases your beliefs and those drive your behaviors and those behaviors always get you an outcome so when you do something you always get an outcome either desired or undesired Mm -hmm. you get an outcome you want or you get an outcome you didn't want Mm -hmm. but anytime you do something you always get an outcome every time you get an outcome that creates an experience yeah some of them good some of them not so good that reinforces a belief that you have which drives your behaviors and, and it's a cycle I mean it's a, it's it's constantly moving most of the time sis what happens is if you if you get an outcome that you don't like most of the time people just go back and they just try to change the behavior oh I need to do that differently next time yeah I need to get up earlier I need to stay up later I need to work harder I need to do all those behaviors there's nothing wrong with that but if your belief is that I only work well when I procrastinate. Doesn't matter what you tell yourself, that belief is going to impact what you do. Mm. And it's in managing your culture personally is understanding that what you think impacts what you do. We talked about this with Rocky a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. Um, we call them tapes that you have a tape call in your them head. What, tapes? tapes, tape in the head. It's little things that you that you learned when you were younger or that you heard when you were younger, mm-hmm. and they play in the back of the head. Little things like... You're Treat your neighbor as you want to be treated. That's one. That's a good one. That will drive the right behavior. But if you I think heard, about that one a lot. If you heard growing up, if anybody ever heard growing up, um, you'll never amount to much. Oh, I hope someone's never... Uh, that think breaks about, my heart. Think about that tape, though. Think about what that does to somebody. If that tape is playing in the back of their head, they go and they go and they go, and all of a sudden they go to try to do something, and then this belief, this little tape plays in the back of their head, you're never good enough. Think about how that impacts their behavior. That's so sad. Isn't that sad? Those tapes, if people, and this is one of the things that Rocky does as in his business, mm-hmm. we do it from a people group at our company, um, but this is one of the things that if that tape is playing in the back of your head, it will cause you not to find your true potential in life. You just need to re-record that tape. That's exactly right. That's why there's so many, there's so much need for, in, in my opinion, professional counselors. You have one. I have one. Mm-hmm. Mom has one. I call them professional unpackers. Yes. Because there's stuff, there's baggage that we're carrying around, these old tapes. And you just got to have somebody sit down and help you unpack that. Mm-hmm. And say, you know what? That tape doesn't work anymore. What's the new tape? What's the new belief that you need to have? So if, if there's a new belief, what's the new experience you need to create for yourself? Yep. Are you hanging around the right people? Are you getting the right? Because, look, if you have friends and your friends are always reaffirming that tape in the back of your mind, you're not good enough or you can't do this or they you'll never succeed. They are 100% not friends. You got you, you, you to think about that because that's reinforcing that tape that you don't want. So those are the things that we're trying to help people with. Look, you can be the best at whatever it is. You can be the best accountant. You can be the best CPA. You can be the best creative. You can be the best at whatever you whatever field you want. Mm-hmm. You'll never find your true potential if you have things holding you back internally. From a belief standpoint, you'll never find your true potential because these tapes are playing in the background. So that's your extended leadership tape, leadership tip. Good job, Dad. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just normal breakfast. That's what we talk about no. every. It's what we talk about every week. Just stuff like that. 
It's I'm crazy. All wound up I, oh, it just I'll, makes I'll me so sad because today. I did not grow up that way. And it makes me so sad to think that someone else out there could have grown up completely different. Sis, I think it would shock you at how many people grew up and heard a parent say things like, you'll never amount to much. Ugh. That's so sad. Uh, and, but it happens. See, what's sad is that me and Brennan grew up the same way, but I feel like sometimes he plays that. Like, I feel like you can make your own tape and tell yourself that. That's correct. You can. And that's. Do you think those are harder to get over? Sometimes, if there's not uh, the reinforcement coming from the other way, because what, what people do, basic psychology says that if I have a quote unquote tape, if I have a belief mm-hmm. that says I'll never be good enough. Mm-hmm. There's a term called confirmation bias. That if I have a bias, if I think I'm not good enough, then what I do is I'm constantly scanning the environment looking for something to confirm what I believe. Yeah. And so that one thing happens and then all of a sudden I go, oh, see, I told you I'm not good enough. And so if there's not the right reinforcement coming from the other way, then you get caught in this cycle. We call it the victim cycle Mm -hmm. where you're just a victim. Yeah. And... If it's so bad that you can't pull yourself out or you can't have somebody close to you pull you, that's when you really need a professional unpacker. Yeah. Because it can spiral, spiral you out of control and you can become a victim to everything. Now, sometimes that's because of um, legitimate mental issues. Mm-hmm. You need a professional unpacker to help. That's when just having a board of directors might not be enough. you got to have yeah. somebody who's trained into helping um, do that for somebody. That's why I'm a big fan. I mean, everybody everybody needs that. Sometimes people need that help, right? And so... I think uh, everyone needs it. I, hey, look, I I'm a big I fan. I hate that I need it. people think that it's like, everyone's like, oh, I went to a counselor and like whisper. So and think like, about that. What's the belief? Really What's the belief that, that people hold if you go to a counselor? That something's wrong with you. That's exactly right. And so that drives people's behaviors. Oh, I don't want people to think that something's wrong with me. So my behavior is I'm going to hide it. I'm going to suppress it. I'm not going to go. And then ultimately, what's the outcome? It bubbles up, blows up. It's, I'd always, when I like say it out loud to someone, I, you either get two reactions. You Mm -hmm. get the reaction of like, oh, or you get the reaction of like, oh my gosh, you go to a counselor. I do too. Yes. Yeah. And the or other, I want to go. Right. Who do you The use? other reaction is typically one of, they may not know how to react, mm-hmm. but they might have a belief like, oh, something's wrong with you. Yeah, the sympathy vote. Yeah. Then some of that is just, they they just don't know. Yeah. They don't know how to respond. Um, some of that is judgment, though. You feel like you're being judged, right? And that causes a lot of people not to talk about it, right? Such it, a shame. It Well, it is. I just wished... Uh, more people would kind of do a self-evaluation and say, you know what, this doesn't feel healthy. Maybe I can get somebody to help me with this. And you just raise your hand and say, mm-hmm. this doesn't feel right. Should it feel this way? And there's a lot of places to get help. There's a lot of, you know, opportunities out there to get help. So, hey, look, I have one. And when you're... When you're in a position such as me that I'm constantly coaching and teaching and delivering, look, I got to have somebody help me unpack my Definitely. stuff. Definitely. Yeah, because it gets to be a lot. And I have a I great one. I can only imagine. Yeah, I have a great one. She's a big time professional unpacker. And I can just sit down I and say, I haven't seen mine in a while. I can just sit down and say, hey, 
these are the things that, you know, are starting to run through my head. Which ones make sense? Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm I'm a big fan. I think I think everybody needs one. Got a minimum board of directors. Yeah. And a good board of director will be able to listen and realize that when somebody says something, they'll 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 look at you and go, you know what? That's above my pay grade. You say it all the time. Yeah. Because I feel like people think that you are one. What? A counselor. Yeah, not a professional counselor. You're pretty wise, but well, just there's some wisdom. things. But that I get to a point that I realize, you know what? This is above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. A professional unpacker would probably help. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing for anybody. Look, we're all broken people. I'm the fir- I'm standing in front of that line. There's none of us perfect. You know. It was a study just recently. Matter of fact, social media I hate because I'm of it. telling you, I think it causes there a was lot a girl, more trouble than it does. Well, good. so there's a girl. Oh, I know we're like out of time, but it's oh. important. There's a girl on her Insta stories, not really defending the blogger industry of right. how she believes that one day. There's going to be, when you log into Instagram or social media or Facebook, a, you know, on side of cigarettes. A warning label. A warning label saying. Would not shock me. Because <laughs> Could be it's ha- hazardous to, for your health. Yeah. Because yeah, it's getting to that point to where they figured out that, like, smoking wasn't bad. Like, pregnant people were smoking. And oh, my gosh. All they it. were smoking on planes. And then they were realizing, like, oh, actually, this is a lot worse than mm. it probably right. is. And it's exactly what social media is doing. They are like, oh, this is great. This is awesome. But then when they're starting to realize that, oh, this is causing depression and suicide and all of these problems because it's such a fake reality and people are trying to relate to this. That's right. That the biggest one that's popping up right now, perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Came out on a um, research from one of the podcasts that um, I listened to perfectionism is growing because people look at the perfectness of the staged catalog Instagram mm-hmm. and they try to rise to that level so now my belief is I got to be perfect yeah and it's causing a lot of stress a lot a of mental lot. anguish it's so sad and when we when when we when we take a society we should always have a desire to be good. We mm-hmm. should always be have a desire to strive for excellence. Mm-hmm. But when we take a society and, and push for perfectionism mm-hmm. all the time, uh, we're broken people that are not perfect, and we can pop some gears on a couple of people. Oh, yeah. Trying to be perfect. And when we don't realize that's happening and we start stripping gears, it, it can have a unfortunate outcome yeah yeah really unfortunate hey look people don't know how to handle it they go man i I need to be perfect if i screw this up what happens is we start creating an environment that says oh you have to be perfect and you can't screw up and oh by the way when you Mm -hmm. do screw up i'm going to shame you Mm -hmm. and that creates a whole and see i don't even think it's shame wad of trouble it's well, I, when I feel, so the difference between guilt and shame, we've talked they, about this, right? They, I feel like they would shame themselves. They take the shame on. Yeah. So the difference between guilt and, and shame, guilt is I've done something wrong. Shame is I am wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not right. I'm mm-hmm. not worthy. 
right? And that's mm-hmm. different. And they take that on because they don't feel like uh, they take on this idea of I can't be perfect, so therefore I must be imperfect as a person. Yeah. And that's shame. And they take that shame on. Here's what happens. You take the shame on, the shame begins to feel toxic inside of you. And nobody wants that toxic feeling, so guess what we do? We numb the toxic feeling. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's no way to laser pinpoint a, a, a feeling. So what you do is you numb everything. Mm-hmm. And everybody does it differently. Numbing happens with food, with drugs, with alcohol, with sex, with pornography. Numbing happens with a thousand different things. Yeah. Most drugs and alcohol tend to be the the common self-numbing techniques. That's one of the reasons, not the primary reason, but one of the reasons that you see so much depression and so much abuse of drugs and alcohol because in some cases, not all, people are trying to numb the shame that they feel because they don't feel worthy because in some cases they're trying to be perfect yeah. they can't live up to it and when they fail they're shamed and sometimes they're shamed publicly and sometimes they take the shame on themselves so i want to tell you if somebody ever if somebody's listening struggling with this there's some great resources one is uh dr Brene brown's mm-hmm. book um daring greatly everybody should read it it should be uh it should just be a, a leader self-read yeah uh, and that one deals with uh, shame, uh, probably vulnerability and shame, yeah. probably as much as anything. Uh, and that's and that's a place to start. And if it's really really bad, go find a professional unpacker. Oh, duh. <laughs> See, I have the trouble of I want people to realize that I'm a real person. Right. And so I try to be authentic in my posts. And of course my photos look nice because I like them to look nice. But I'm like, oh, well I can I can show people like authenticity yeah. through Insta stories. But then it's like, well, I don't want everyone to know exactly what I'm doing at the exact point of time right. and oh well, why right. isn't she doing this this and this or why isn't she working and blah right. blah blah right. so it's like a big struggle with trying to be authentic and then showing enough authentic life of guys I go to Chick-fil-A three times a day and all this stuff what do we do before Insta story but then also having a life like I don't I want my life on Insta stories that's true there are some people that have their life on this. Yes. It's, it's the new reality TV. I know. Right? We've talked about that. Like, literally, this, I was in the car, and I was like, oh, why isn't this person post on Insta stories in a while? I haven't seen <laughs> it. And, like, it's like the next reality That's TV. Right. Some I'm people just say like, our oh podcast is that way, too. I know. But what it says, think about it. What did we do 10 years ago before there was... They didn't, we didn't Insta- have this whole perfection of Instagram. Well, to we deal had with. Facebook, and then before that, we had MySpace. But if yeah, you just go before I don't that, think it as, I don't think it's it? as. We bad. had to hang out with people. Yeah, but I can't hang out with the thirty plus thousand people oh, that follow me. I know it. So that's why I use Insta Story. So it's just, I don't know. It's hard. It is really. It's a lot of pressure I try to on tell you people and your generation. All the time, I'm just a normal girl. You are. That has on a black beanie 
no makeup, no makeup, sitting in Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A with your dad. Yep, just a normal gal. Just hanging out, just normal gal. Well, I love you, normal gal. Thanks, Dad. I think you're pretty cool. All right, we've been we've been jibber jabbing, chit chatting. This is what happens when I'm all wound up from teaching. I know. Versus my Saturday morning brain is different. I know. <laughs> Listen, talk forever. I know it. I know it. All right, we should probably wrap. You got anything else? I probably have tons of things I'll tons. talk to you about well, I know. after we We'll record. get another sweet tea and we'll sit here and not talk for another hour. Yep. That's what we do. Yep. That's what we do. Yep. Well, look, if there is anybody listening that struggles with those types of things, uh, go to... AKA everyone. Everyone. Get a good board. Levels. Get a good board of directors. They talk to all those. all the time. Talk to those people. If you don't know what board of directors and your first time listening, listen back. Yep. A couple of episodes, you'll find yep. that. Um, if things are if things are bigger than your board, find a professional unpacker. There's a couple good resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Brene Brown has some great books. I personally recommend to every single leader, uh, "Man's Search for Meaning" by Viktor Frankl. It's a classic. I read it twice a year. Uh, it's a pretty quick read. It is life changing and life altering. Um, and those are a couple of great places to start. So awesome. yeah, yeah. All right. We should probably roll. I'm out of sweet tea. Me too. (laughs) I know it. So, all right. Anything else? Nope. That's it? Yep. Love you, sis. Love you too, Daddy. See ya. Bye. Bye.